The leader of the Opposition National Federation Party in Fiji, Biman Prasad, has called out Australia and New Zealand's governments for what he describes as a deafening silence on the declining standards of democracy, governance, human rights, media freedom and freedom of speech issues in some Pacific countries. Mr Prasad's comments come after the conclusion of the Pacific Islands Forum Leaders Meeting, which failed to address some glaring regional issues, such as the Fiji government holding the University of the South Pacific to ransom over a spat with the Vice-Chancellor of the regionally owned institution, also questionable governance practices and a lack of accountability in Solomon Islands, which spilled over into riots last year, and the ongoing conflict and human rights concerns in West Papua, to name a few. ANZ Pacific has reached out to both the governments of Australia and New Zealand for comment before airing this interview on Mr Prasad's views, which were first published in the Australian National University's Dev Policy blog. And at the time this program was laid down, only the New Zealand Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade had replied, saying it has no comment to make on Mr Prasad's blog. Nisam Bolibinaka, and welcome on Pacific Waves, Mr Prasad. If you can start by outlining your concerns for us. Well, uh, essentially what um, concerns me is that the uh, Pacific Forum is an important uh, leaders' meeting. And, uh, of course, you know, both Australia and New Zealand uh, are members of the forum. And we know that um, there have been declining standards of uh, democracy, governance, uh, and human rights issues, including media freedom. Uh, and freedom of speech issues um, in the Pacific. And uh, one would have expected, uh, even to the dislike of some within the forum, you know, who um, may not have liked it, but um, at least some mention of uh, how the Pacific Forum uh, is going to deal with declining standards of democracy, good governance, human rights, media freedom, and freedom of speeches. And we know that these issues um, have been on the decline in the Pacific, uh, in some countries more than the others, uh, and particularly, you know, in Fiji. And we, as members of the opposition party, have experienced this over the last you know, several years. And so um, nothing, um, no word from leaders, particularly Australia and New Zealand, um, was a bit concerning. Yes, and, and just speaking to some of these um, issues you're talking about, we, we've seen uh, in Solomon Islands the government quite critical and of media there. We've seen in Kiribati the, the judiciary now coming under a fire as well. Um, and, of course, in Samoa the transition of power there was quite traumatic. So quite, quite a few things across not, not just Fiji, as you've mentioned there. Uh, what, what is the danger here of this silence? Well, there are two things that, that are happening. I mean, you know, when we talk about this whole Indo-Pacific strategy, you know, when, when you look at the Quad, you know, the only country which, uh, or the only leader who has probably talked uh, about democracy, human rights, governance is Joe Biden, uh, the president of the United States of America. And uh, we were expecting that the new prime minister in Australia, you know, Anthony Albanese, and his government, you know, would, would perhaps, you know, take more interest in what has been happening in the region with respect to some of these issues. 
Uh, as I said, you know, climate change uh, issues, emphasis on climate change is necessary and welcome. But for many of the Pacific Island countries, you know, climate adaptation, building resilient, you know, climate uh, change infrastructure, uh, you know, means, you know, mobilization of resources both domestically and internationally. And if you have declining standards of governance, you know, lack of transparency and accountability, um, you know, lack of respect for human rights, then the whole idea of, you know, climate adaptation, climate justice uh, will be fraught with a lot of difficulties and the implementation of some of these uh, policies would be very, very difficult. But more importantly, um, if you look at, you know, how countries like Fiji, the government in Fiji, you know, I can speak about Fiji more more specifically. I mean, as a member of parliament, you know, and as a position, uh, leader of opposition political party in parliament, I experienced firsthand the bullying, the intimidation uh, by this government and the declining standards of, of democracy of transparency and accountability. And yet, you know, um, uh, you know, Fiji uh, 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 continues to behave uh, in the guise of, you know, championing climate change, you know, around the world and in the Pacific, that everything is hunky-dory in Fiji. It is not. And, and that is why the forum is, is important. And we know that because of declining standards of democracy, human rights, uh, different practices, different laws, uh, there is a lot of fracture. The deportation of the vice chancellor of the University of the South Pacific at midnight, you know, in a Gestapo style, was a direct assault on human rights, on academic freedom uh, at the University of the South Pacific. And indeed, you know, it sends a chilling message to academics, to students, not only in Fiji, but around the Pacific, that governments do not tolerate, you know, these these uh, rights. And, and again, you know, there's been there's been some kind of silence, you know, on the on the way in which, uh, you know, the Fijian government has treated the University of the South Pacific. Uh, we all know that they are holding the university to ransom by holding uh, the grants that governments ought to pay to the University of the South Pacific. And it is it is it is shameful. It is it is despicable that uh, the Prime Minister of Fiji and his right hand man, the Attorney General, uh, are are holding uh, these uh, grants because they simply just don't like uh, you know certain people in the university and those who uh, speak about you know democracy and human rights and, and other issues. So I think what what uh, and I, I just might has, jump in there. It's and it's not just grants. It's it's funding proportionate to the amount of students from your country attending this regional university. Exactly. I mean, anybody, any leader in Fiji right now who has any sense or shame left would immediately restore that grant because we in this country are the biggest beneficiary of the presence of the University of the South Pacific, not only in terms of the number of students we are sending, uh, to the university, but also in terms of the economy around the University of the South Pacific, you know, all the spending, uh, you know, we've, we've got this regional uh, goodwill and no government, you know, throughout the history of the University of the South Pacific since its inception in 1968 has behaved the way Baini Marama and Sayed Kayum, you know, have behaved with respect to how they deal with the university. And, and the whole fracture in the unity of the Pacific Island countries and within the forum, uh, you know, as I've said before, um, to a large extent has been caused by 
the failure of leadership uh, by the Fijian Prime Minister and the Fijian government. And and I think, uh, you know, uh, some of the other countries in the Pacific, you know, uh, are, are probably learning stuff from Fiji, you know, how to intimidate the opposition, how to make stupid laws to ensure that there is, uh, there is uh, lack of freedom uh, and, and the rest of it. So what we, what we expect the forum as a group uh, to do is to talk about these issues. You know, uh, okay, you know, one uh, understands the geopolitical issues, you know, the China bogey there, but I think the important thing is in the long run, you know, having democracy, good governance, transparency and accountability will help us to unite the forum, unite the Pacific uh, countries uh, on on common international universal values of democracy, human rights, good governance, transparency and accountability, upon which, you know, our traditional partners, including Australia and New Zealand, uh, have always uh, based their, you know, engagement and approach in the Pacific. And if if they are going to ignore this just because, you know, uh, they, they want to uh, please, you know, certain leaders and countries in the Pacific uh, because they they might be important to uh, for geopolitical space, you know, in relation to China. Then, in the long run, uh, we we will lose both. We will we will lose that strategic interest as well as we will lose uh, the the standards of democracy, the universal values, you know, around democracy uh, and the institutions that we value. Uh, and which are what's with the institutions and the values of, of uh, countries who who enjoy this kind of you know dictatorial regimes in the Pacific and have more leeway and influence on them.